make it move, Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move the bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Yes, sir. You see us, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with a brand new episode, episode 84. You got your favorite guys from your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast. And, of course, you got your favorite guy, Cannon. But with me, as always, I got my counterpart. So go ahead and introduce yourselves, fellas. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy, Hill. Hill going Hill regardless, baby. Let's get it. And you know what it is. You got AJ El Presidente. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Did you pause? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. That's all we y'all got. I know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three Man Weave. Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. Uh, thank you for all the viewership on YouTube. Facebook group. Three Man Weave group. We appreciate all the supporters. You know, you can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. We got a star-studded show for y'all tonight. Uh, we got, you know, off the strip. They coming up. They showing up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. We got our guy, uh, Scrap. You know, there's no crying at fantasy. You know, y'all been asking us a lot of fantasy questions, and I've been telling y'all weekly, don't get y'all fantasy advice from me. <laughs> but, you know, so I brought my expert in, you know what I'm saying? Scrap, scrap you, Barry. That's what. <laughs> well, you know what's good, fellas, man. What's going on? Man, ain't, ain't too much. Yeah, ain't too much. Can't complain, bro. Just living. What's up with you? Right. I've been waiting. I wish I was in L.A. I wish we. I wish I, I, wish I was I, in L.A. too. I wish I was in LA. That that parade, that double parade, might that they might plan or whatever they got going on. That's gonna be lit, bro. You need to be there. You need to be there. I need to be in some type of parade atmosphere because it's snowing in Boston right now, yo. Yeah. I keep forgetting you in Boston, man. Wow, bro, it's snowing and it, it's this is real snow. This it's oh, yeah. snow snow. How you feel about Braun and and, this, and him? I feel like he's semi rooting for the Dodgers right now. Thought he was a Yankee fan, Hill. How you feel about that? I, I don't. He, LeBron is just like his fans. Just, <laughs> they they ride every wave, and I'm and like, and I'm, I'm halfway respected. So he's just not even hiding. He like, hey, look, I'm in LA now. I'm rooting for the Dodgers. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, you got you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? So it, like I said, I ain't even taking no like no severity the way he got going on with his fandom. It changed every, it changed every week, you know. The halfway respected part is, is what got me, man. So, I mean, but, but, but I got to But you but you gotta respect it though, because at least he's saying like, look, I'm here. Because I mean, 
it, but it, it, it makes it make a little bit more sense because now he's in a place where, you know, you have some teams that are formidable. I mean, when you went to Cleveland, mm-hmm. you, you, you barely can root for you. That's but, why he had different teams anyway, because he's from Cleveland. Are you, still, are you still a Yankee fan, though? I guess that's that's my question. So if the Yankees win, then what? Are you- I'm sure I'm sure he's still a Yankees fan, but being that he's in okay. LA now, he, he can team. actually he can actually immerse himself in in LA culture and actually have a room to te- a team to root for and not look like a loser. Yeah, because I do I do root for the Wizards as much as it pains me to say I root for the Wizards. No, we- <laughs> I mean I root for the yeah I'm I root for the Wizards like I want them to do good, but they like say. They're not my team at all. So no, nah, they ain't my team. They ain't yeah, my so team. I don't feel I don't feel no type of way. But like I said, the Dodgers, congratulations to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming for the Dodgers. You know they finally got over the hump. Mm-hmm. Um, don't act like I'm about to give y'all a breakdown analysis. <laughs> I thought you was. <laughs> it's not the good though, right? It's not the good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am happy for my guy Kershaw though. My guy Kershaw yeah. finally yeah. got over that. You know. Got that monkey off his back, kind of, kind of reminiscent of, kind of remind me of Peyton Manning. Actually, how it took Peyton Manning some time to get over the hump. But yeah, absolutely. And then know. my whole thing was, I personally, I never really beat up uh, Kershaw as much as you know a lot of people did because, and a lot of those games, Kershaw, yeah, he had a couple, like he had some, some, some iffy outings. But also, man, if you look at his run support in some of those games, man, it wasn't really that great. And it's just it's, it's just like football, where it's, it's almost like where you have to depend on other people. Mm-hmm. Baseball is the most individualized team sport in the world, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I can do my job perfect. And, st- and we still do. But, but if, if y'all, if, if other, if, if these other people aren't, like, aren't doing anything as well, it's only so much that I can do. Because Kane Kershaw, I mean, he can go up there and hit if they're playing in a National League park. I think they changed that rule, though. But, like, if he goes out there and, you know, he could maybe get, you know, a couple at-bats, but that ain't enough to win you the game. You still need an offense to out, to do that. You need people to actually go out there and make plays and give you run support. So I ain't going to truly kill him, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad he got it, even though I'm an Angels fan. So I'm glad he got it. And Mookie. Yeah. yeah they got, got it Mookie, done, man. Yeah. They got it done, man. They got over the hump. So, congrats to them. Hats off. Um, I, I like Kershaw, man. I, I I just like his stuff. Oh, he he's he's filthy with it at, at the mound. So it's like I understand like what AJ just presented to us. Baseball, you are really dependent upon your teammates and your managerial staff to come through for you. So. It's not like it was all on Kershaw. Yeah, that's how it plays out in the media. But what we do here, we change the narrative. So we got to keep it real. Um, but over the years, he's just been a phenomenal pitcher. And you, if you like the game, you just have to admire that. Um, I also just thought it was crazy. This is a crazy fact. Um, him and Matthew Stafford like grew up together. And it's just, it always intrigues me how... It seems like famous people just seem to hang together. Like at, <laughs> at an early age, like bro, how in the hell they played on the same little league team and one's an NFL quarterback and one's a World Series champion <laughs> pitcher? Like, what's in the water? Like, <laughs> I, 
it's it's gonna it's actually I think it's gonna happen again. I don't know if it's gonna be to where you know they're they're two of the best at their you know kind of you know roles, but uh, Spencer Rattler, the quarterback mm-hmm. from Oklahoma, yeah. him and him and Nico Mannion mm-hmm. from uh, 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 from Arizona, they used to uh, hoop together in high school. So you know Spencer Rattler, he 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 the QB at Oklahoma. Nico Mannion, he gonna be in the draft, you know. He may get a lottery pick or whatever. So, you know, that's a that's another, you know, childhood tandem that it is. And it's always, you, know, you always have those, you know, players who kind of came up and were on the same teams, especially when you go to, like, the powerhouse schools, like out in Florida, Georgia, Ohio, uh, mm-hmm. Texas, uh, stuff like that. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of crazy to be like, especially when it's like, y'all ain't winning shit. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the ones I'd be looking at like, y'all ain't winning nothing. Like, cause it looked like y'all had some, some dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So your boy, um, um, on the Dodgers, Justin Turner, they found he found out he had COVID, tested positive for COVID in the middle of the game. They pull him. <laughs> they pull him, and then they mad at him because he came back out and celebrated. They tried to change this narrative on him. <laughs> It, it, it was, was so funny late. to me. It's too late by then anyway, man. It was so Bro. funny. You got to play half the game. Mm-hmm. Half the game, you know, did his own thing. And then you mean to tell me, I just won and I'm supposed to get back? She. Don't get, don't get, don't get I've been, me wrong. I've, I've been here, bro. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But why, they telling, why are you telling me halfway through the game? That's on y'all. Hey, that's the that's the main mis- mishandle right then and there. I'm not a but doctor. But don't get me wrong. Halfway through the game, y'all got it. Shit, I'm coming to party. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. If you he rush me out of here now, what's the point? What's the he point? He was negligent, though. Who? Him coming out there without a mask, him out there wilding, kissing what, what? the girl. You know, he had, he they had a mask. Got it. But then he, he, pulled, he, pulled, he pulled it down. They had yeah. it. He rolled there with them, bro. He was bro, kissing this morning. But he didn't know I, he had it then. Because they, did, they didn't tell him in time. Bro. I'm with you on that part. But once you know, you both at least wear your mask, bro. I, I'm not telling you stay in the back. Yeah. I know I wouldn't have been yeah. in the back. Yeah. That's a we fact. We just won the World Series. I don't give a damn. We getting up out of this bubble. Hey, y'all better go get some elderberry when y'all leave. That's it. I with you. But but don't try to sit here and try to pin it all on him. Like, like now he the, he the, um, he the bad guy. When y'all was messed up, y'all was late to the party. Y'all waited to half the game and try to pull me. Bro, mm-hmm. ain't no way. What if he was the pitcher? Been touching the ball all night. Look, we, somebody gonna have to fight me if you're trying to come pull me halfway through the game because I got COVID. What if no, he was I'm hitting? Gonna... What if he was at back? They should have just. One, they should have just, just, just kept it to themselves at that point. Exactly. Some of these times, I mean, you you just trying to just. It's just stupid. It's too late. Like, well, what's what's, what's pulling them now going to do but make us look bad? Bro, so if I'm as soon as soon as I'm in the dugout and they come out to me and be like, "Hey, excuse me, we need you to leave." Like, come on, no, like you, you y'all gotta leave. Like, get 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 that shit out of my face. I'm not going nowhere because I'm already here, and it's it's the most important game of my life. Because you know, like, get that bullshit out of my face. It is what it, I mean. They try to, like I said, they know they dropped the ball. So instead of them taking ownership of them dropping the ball, let's put it on him. Let's change this whole thing and say, you know what? You're the one that's being um, irresponsible right now. You're the boy one being negligent. You're the one spreading it out. Like, You're the one rooting it all. Like, let's put you it said, all on like you. Like you said, one, you tell them in the middle of the game, okay, I got the news, but then we win. 
Like, I'm, I'm pleading temporary insanity if I win. You can't really blame me for anything that I do because I, I, listen, I was in a they state wouldn't. of euphoria. Like I, said. I didn't really know what I was doing. I thought I had it on. I thought I was good. My bad. Y'all shouldn't even have me there. I shouldn't even been there. Bro, I, I shouldn't have been there. What do you mean? Who, I shouldn't have been out there. No, I'm talking about I should have known before this game and not been there. I would have been there. I would have had my mask on. I would have probably tried to find some gloves. I would have been trying to at least been responsible at that moment. You know what I'm saying? But I'm out there. It is what it is. Like, we just won the World Series. They I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting in the Yeah, I'm about the locker room with them. Yeah, I'd adapt everybody up after the, after the <laughs> area. You know what I'm saying? I've been sitting right beside y'all, close to y'all. We've been fitting all that. Nah, everybody hey, I'm, I'm, pa- I'm, I'm passing the champagne bottle around. Hey, it's, going, it's, it's, it's going down the line like fall 2011. You dig what I'm saying? But it is what it is. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to be out there. But like I said, I would have been fake responsible if it is what it is. But your boy got COVID too. Who? Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Trevor Long. Yeah, man. Hey. You know what? They better pray to the sunshine heavens that he don't have no serious long-term, you know, side effects to this. Because I'm telling you, for one, y'all wanted to have this college football season so bad if the person who, like, is touted as the guy coming into the season for the team can't play, and then the long-term effects, if it's some long-term effects, then he drops and say an NFL team, they still say, you know, it was Trevor Lawrence, he just, you know, had COVID and stuff like that, and then he ends up not being the guy in the NFL because he has, you know, know, respiratory issues, heart issues, whatever the case may be. Um, Y'all gonna look real stupid. Because, I mean, it's been players that came out and said, you know, look, I, I just haven't felt the same since I had it. And, you know, if you look at a lot of the players who had it, even from, you know, basketball to, you know, from the NBA, then to the NFL, some of the guys who've had it, they've been top guys. And then they come back and they ain't looking so good. And, yeah, they, like I said, like I said on previous episodes, you know, in sports, you are taught to play through your injuries. You taught to play through your ailments. But now it's looking like but at, you, it's only it's only so much you can do. At the same time, in this pandemic, everybody has a responsibility to themselves. I don't care what we were ever taught to do. If I was a five-star athlete and I was trained to go. Congrats you, to them. Has to, uh, you see there's some people who are sitting out, you know, in, in sports. People opted out because some to some people it was more important their health was more important and the unknown factor of the COVID. So, you know, it's Trevor also went out there. Yeah, and, and once again, like I said, it's it's going to like a lot of these college players, they've even come out and said they want to play. But my whole thing from the beginning was adults yeah, have to step in. Adults have to crack, protect these people. And of course, because he knows, look, I got millions on the line. But to him, he, he's not thinking, like, I got millions on the line. He's thinking, oh, you know, I'm, this is my family. These are my brothers. I'm going to go out there. If, if they're gonna, if we're going to play, I'm going to go out there with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he doesn't have, you know, an adult in his ear saying, eh, I don't think that's the best idea right now, especially with you, you having, like, millions in the bag. Bro, you are going to be the number one overall pick most likely. Yeah, you go. You go. You gonna walk into millions, guaranteed for the next four years. You know what I mean. So for me, it's just like. Mm. So what? 
So what's the downfall? I might as well play though if I want to play. You didn't say nothing negative. You didn't yeah, say nothing I, negative I, about him. No, except okay. getting except getting COVID. I what, what, I, what I'm saying is that the negative. I said the negatives before. Yeah, he did. What if he has long term yeah. effects? What if he yeah, has respiratory issues? No, no, no. So I get the, that, but I'm just saying now the simple fact now that of course that's why he played because he's not thinking about that. He's not thinking about that. His coach wasn't thinking about COVID. That but, the people above him wasn't thinking about COVID. That's nobody what I'm was saying. thinking about COVID. Nobody, nobody but was being responsible. But, but, but you keep trying to say rational, Cannon. You keep trying to say rational, Cannon. We have we don't have rational leadership. We don't have proper leadership above. They're telling mm. the board that told us COVID was over. That's you why. Look, that's that's why I'm saying. Um, see, Eric, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't get with you on this one. If, if he opts out, he plays the one, the number one premium position. He put it all on tape. Just like when Jadavion Clowney, like Jadavion Clowney's last year in college wasn't that good. And a lot of people were saying it was because he was like, bro, like, why am I doing this? I got my bag secured. And then he kind of, you know, had a couple, you know, minor injuries where he missed a couple games. And guess what? He still was the number one overall pick. If Trevor Lawrence sits out, who's going to overtake him? Bosa. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's my point. Like, at the end of the day, especially with it being a quarterback, and we have these quarterback needy teams, hey, bro, Justin Fields or Trey Lance ain't put the tape but out there that players, Trevor Lawrence has had. Those players should have stayed. To get back to the point of – Everything. Those players should have stayed home, too. We should have had, like Hill said, proper leadership. These kids are risking their lives to get something that they are entitled to anyway because they've already earned They've already earned the right. They should have put the whole college football so every college player would still have the opportunity. Give us time to deal with this pandemic because it's clear as day that it ain't over. It's clear as day. So, so that boy wanted to make some sense. That boy wanted to make some sense. I'm so I'm with you, man. I'm 100 with you on that one. Go Eric, ahead, let, Eric. Eric, let me break let me break some stuff down to you real quick. The reason why Fields is not going to put anything on tape to to jump Trevor Lawrence. Let's just look at the history of college football. Let's look at what was it 2011 when Cam Newton came into the NFL. They really tried to convince us that Jake Locker and Blaine Gabbard were in competition with the number one overall pick for Cam Newton. We all know that wasn't the facts. They convinced themselves to take Mitchell Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. What I'm saying is Trevor Lawrence is the right person to be number one and nobody's going to overtake him for one for the film that he's put out and then Justin Fields they're going to make every excuse to prove why Justin Fields isn't the guy. And it's it, because guess what? Look at what Deshaun Watson put on tape and Mitchell Trubisky put on tape. They, they gave you every excuse because, hey, it's the talent around him. It's this like it's. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Trevor Lawrence is white, bro. Justin Fields, look, Justin Fields is black. I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried to beat, the, beat around the bush, but bro, when it comes to white quarterbacks and he's successful, he's gonna be the number one overall pick. They are going to nitpick Justin Fields 
every little mistake, every little incomplete pass. That's why Deshaun Watson got nitpicked and, over, and passed over, and that's why they tried to put playing Gabbard and Jake Lockett in the conversation with Cam Newton. Because at the end of the day, bro, when it comes to the quarterback, that's the one position where things are going to try and, you know, continue to be status quo. And I hate to say it, but, bro, it's true. They wanted Trevor Lawrence uh, after he won the national championship to go in the draft then. They did. Exactly. They they love him as a prospect. They love him. He hasn't done anything. Like, if he hasn't done anything to dispute, none of that. And so what I'm saying is had he stopped playing and had he not played, no one was going to overtake him because he put everything that he needed to on the film. film. And guess what? I guarantee you they're going to be like, he's still a hard worker. He's going to be in shape. He's going to come in prepared. We know that we can get this guy because he's put everything on tape that we need to see. And also I think I've seen a a, uh, comment, I think, about injury. Uh, Yeah, Sean. Yeah, my fault. My fault, Sean. My guy. Even if he got hurt. I think he would still get be the top draft pick because Tua was hurt and Tua was the peripheral number one pick and he only fell to five. Exactly. So I don't really but, think injury would even stop Trevor Lawrence this, this year, this year in particular. Absolutely. But I'll tell you one thing. I, I love all the points that AJ made, but I look at it from an unbiased standpoint. I don't care what color they are. I'm just looking at the body of work, and I'm going with Trevor Lawrence as a QB. But the, he but that's checks my point. every single box. Yeah. That and, was my point. That's my point, Ken. I, I know. That's why I said he I love. Che- he I checks every single box. Every, every single I, I said I love every single point you made, but your best point was the white and black one. Right, but I just want to come in there as an unbiased person and say, if I just look at the quarterback and look at the skill, the how they read the field, how they read defenses, their release, um, their accuracy, uh, decision making, I gotta go with Trevor Lawrence. Plus, he's done it on the biggest stage possible in college. So, hey. But- so the reason why I say, like, he checks all the boxes, because for one, I wasn't sold on Justin Fields anyway, because like I said, I see a lot of accuracy issues with Justin Fields. So I think that's going to take some work with him and you have to get him in the right situation. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys. You put him in any situation. He is going to excel if you start to build pieces around him. He, and he I hate that rock. Exactly. And he I, I hate that. I, I hate that he has a monster team around him, though, because could, guess what? Because guess what? Every, every Alabama quarterback has had a monster team around him. And how many Alabama quarterbacks have we seen have success in the NFL? Ohio yeah. State. Ohio State. They be having monster uh, teams around them. How many of those quarterbacks have we seen have success in the NFL? So I'm really not trying to hear you know, the, they have to have pieces around them because you, you still got to get them the ball. It's the small things when you look at the quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence does the small things. I'm trying to tell you, he puts footwork, ball placement, ball placement. Like I'm telling you, on that out route, it's right there in front of the receiver, so he can get yards after the catch. It's the small things that other quarterbacks on that same route will throw behind a receiver, have you reaching back. Those are the differences. Football is a game of inches, and I know it's, it sounds like a cliche, but it's so very true, and it's not just an inches on the run or on the goal line. It's on every single play, and ball placement and accuracy and footwork and decision-making is what it's going to come down to in the end, and Trevor Lawrence has put that on display despite whoever else is on his team. No, I'm sorry. And, 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 that's, and, that's, and that was our point, like, because – that's why 
when people say Joe Burrow came out of nowhere, it was more like, no, he got into a modern-day offense that allowed him to actually throw the ball, and it wasn't that LSU just line up in the eye formation and, hey, run this route and try and beat your man. It was, hey, we're going to scheme guys open because guess what? Even if they aren't open, he can throw you open. He's going to put the ball in places, but it's going to allow him to make the reads and do what he does best. And that's why I said Baker Mayfield. That's why I wasn't sold on him because – his guys was running wide, wide the hell open, and it looks like he's accurate just on paper. But if he's making guys wait for the ball, if he's throwing it out there, and people gotta slow down, reach behind them, but they still catch it because ain't nobody around him. Yeah, his numbers are gonna look good, but guess what? He ain't really that good because when you get in those tight windows in the NFL, it ain't the same. That's why Baker only has success against the Bengals because they're gonna let you run butt wide, booted, naked, open. And to Eric, man. Listen, Alabama quarterbacks don't even really throw the ball at Alabama. They're a run-first team, so I don't expect none of them. They are game managers at best, and that is just what we're talking about. Trevor Lawrence checks all the boxes. You didn't hear me say any Alabama quarterback in the past <laughs> has checked any of all the boxes. They just come from a good program. They're the quarterbacks that have benefited from the team. But I, but I will say, Matt Jones... He he might be I right. he might be something. Mac Jones might be something. And if we want to find out too or something Sunday. Trevor Lawrence play he runs I'm not even gonna say play, he runs an NFL pro style offense. And that's just a fact. Hey, I think Tua is gonna look. You know what? Let me tell you, I think this game too is gonna look alright, but once they get to the end of the season, they're gonna be beating the hell out of Tua. Who like, they play? They play the Rams. Mm. I don't think this God, is the game we about to look at. God, like, God bless them. Because sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I think when you come in and and like you're this is your first game. Is it, even though Herbert was a little bit different, he had there was no film on him because they weren't expecting him, so they weren't scheming for him. I think Tua it's is going to be. <laughs> but I, I think I think Tua is gonna he's gonna be a little bit awkward because he's a he's he's a, he's a left he's a lefty quarterback you know what I mean so it's just like ain't no, ain't nobody seen a lefty since Kellen Moore what listen seven years ago I'll be surprised <laughs> if Tua makes it out I'll be surprised I see Tua running around a lot I see him scrambling I see him trying to make things happen because how many rookies have we seen coming to the NFL and just drop back scan the field and deliver the ball ah. Joey B. Joey B. One of the few. One of, <laughs> one, of, one, of, one of the very few. But my point is that's an anomaly. So you can't name you can't name a number of rookies who have done that. Andrew Luck, you know, Joe Burrow, those are probably the last two in recent years who could do that. So Tua didn't do that in college. I just, we just spoke about Alabama quarterbacks and how them being a run first program. So I I see Miami trying to rely heavily on the run. They're going to get Mike Gusecki involved because they do you a lot of to. they do a lot of tight end work at Alabama. Um, but I don't see Tua dropping back, scanning the field, and having a great day. Um, but if he does, I'll be the first one next week to come up here and um, say I was wrong. So <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Well, before before we get too deep into the intro. Uh, Okay, Jay. Yeah, you, want, 
you you want you want you know cold world baby you know they ain't call me that for no reason so you want you want, to, you want to introduce our, our our guys that we about to bring on next yeah my younger guys my younger bros you know you know I like them, you know, seeing what they got going on. You know, we got to respect it. We got to, you know, collab. Show show more people that it's a lane for everybody. Um, they've been, um, they took a little, not a little curve, but they've been real positive lately. Doing a lot of more interviews, a lot of more uh, business owners, a lot of more, you know, being more positive people in the community, a lot of more interviews. They've been doing a lot of, you know, different things other than the normal just sports stuff. So they changing the narrative as well. There's more narratives to be changed. You know, they going out here. You know, oh my God, Cal, I'm gonna call, call, yeah, mm-hmm. Fudge. We mm-hmm. out here. You know. I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about rap. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? The Off the Strip Sports Podcast. Well, I got that sexy ass voice in there, y'all. Man, in the What's good? What's good, dude? What's good, dude? What's good, fellas? Adnan. Not much, man. How y'all doing, man? We chilling, man. Great, man. Great, man. Thank you for joining us first before we go anywhere. Hey, look, tell the people where they can find y'all. All right, so, well, my name is Cal. That's my guy, Futch, or whatever. I'm his guy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but that's that's my guy. But, um, but yeah, we got a podcast that's virtual. Um, you can find this online at – you type in Off the Ship Sports Podcast, and we'll pull right up. Um, you can also type in – if you're familiar with Linktree, you just add OTS Sports to the end of it. Um, but other than that, man, yeah, IG, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, you know, we, we go live every Sunday. And, uh, yeah, man, like you were saying in the intro, man, just changing the narrative a little bit or just honestly just setting the table for anything that, you know, anything to talk about that's around around sports and sports culture. Because, you know, as, as black men, I feel like that's what we – that's kind of what we knew from the beginning. If anything, it was, was consistent in our life, sports was. So, you know, that's one thing that I, I, I kind of like – I like to harp on. So, but, yeah, that's where you can find us, man. I love it, man. I love it. Um, so, all that. <laughs> all, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you handle it for both of y'all. But, um, you know, um, how long y'all been doing this? How long y'all been doing this for? Let the people know. What you got, Fudge? You tell them. Thank <laughs> you, uh, so we started in what? Uh, we 20- started back in 2000, what, 2017? 17. It was 17 because 2018 we was hitting a year. So um, it was kind of, honestly, I kind of kicked it off. Um, I was in school um, getting a sports degree and I was just trying to find, you know, the di- just trying to explore the different lanes of uh, sports and whatnot. So um, I was working for a sports company. I was um, getting my degree. So I was like, I, I wanted to try something else. So I was like, Around the time the Joe Budden podcast was booming, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Tax Season. Tax Season was one of my favorite Absolutely. podcasts. Free Tax Season, Free Tax Stone, yeah. um, Free? All the, 
If you can do the podcast in the bean, that's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> give my man the mic. Send him a mic. I mean, right, right. Hey, he, 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 he on camera. You know they got him on camera. Hey, 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 whatever they say he did, he might have did that shit. He did that shit, bro. But, um, but no, like, Tax, so those two, those podcasts were like booming around that time frame, and I was just like surrounded in podcasts, podcasting. So I was like, let me see if I can create my own lane. And so that's kind of how it kicked off. Me and Fudge, um, it's crazy because like me and Fudge both from the seven five, but we never met each other till we moved to Vegas, and um, we met out there. And I was like, obviously, you know, he he's a sports guy just like myself. And I was like, yo, you trying to um, you trying to come on the pod? I'm starting this pod. You trying to come on from time to time? And he was like. Cool, bet. Why not? You know? So um we did one episode and the next thing you know, we were just locked in every week. So Absolutely. since since two since, yeah. so since twenty seventeen we've been rocking. We took a little bit of a break um in twenty eighteen through twenty nineteen just cause um just a lot, just life, you know, just this life yeah. happened and yeah, that's a you fact. know, I got a new job, Futch was moving, you know, we was maneuvering a lot of different things was going on and so for me, like I felt like I couldn't really do the podcast because I wasn't gonna give it everything I could just because I have every everything going on. I'd rather give out, put out something like that's you know fifty percent. I'd rather put my weight, put myself in a position where I'm at a hundred. You get what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, twenty seventeen, man. So we are gonna jump right into it, talking about you pulling your weight, pulling your weight. Daryl Moore, he left, he, he left Houston. He joined, uh, he joined Steve Nash. I mean, he joined Philly. My bad. Yeah, yeah, so, Philly, uh, Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about Dan Tony too. Daryl he joined. He joined uh, Philly. Do, what yeah. do we think about that? Like, I mean, it, has anyone really failed up as well as him? Like to literally be unemployed for like what was it? Like a week and some change. Fact, yeah, he he wasn't employed for unemployed for long at all. I, honestly, I thought it was a bit of a surprise for him leaving Houston. Well. I guess not really when they've been taking L's the way they've been taking L's and he's been behind. Like, they've gotten to a certain level, but they just couldn't have been able to get over that hump. And um, and he was the architect behind all of that. So, um, I, yeah, I think that there's some validity to that. Like, you know, how – I mean, but there was some proven success. And honestly, like, when he got to Houston, Philly, in my opinion, it was not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Philly wasn't – reaching levels that Houston made that reached with the help of Daryl Morey. So now you got Morey and Doc Rivers in there. You know, I, I you know, it's just a, a fresh canvas. It's just fresh faces. I hope they get Ben out of there, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, but yeah, I think that, that I think it's a, I think they're looking at it as like a fresh start type thing. I think, yeah, I don't think, it's, I, I don't think it's going to be fresh faces for long because I think Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey are going to throw hands very soon. I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. Daryl Morey, what? Daryl Morey is an analytics guy. Bro, Guess what? Doc and, Rivers and, is and, not. But look, what have we always said? What is it going to take? It's going to take both, right? We have said that. They now have both. They both understand that. These not rookies. These are seasoned guys who know. Let's hear me out. Doc Rivers is already there. Maury is coming, right? He knows that Doc Rivers is there. He knows he's not an analytics guy. You don't think they've yeah. spoken? Bro, we're going to mesh this thing together, and we're going to find a middle point, which is what Cannon has always said on here. If you take the analytics, and then you take a basketball guy who can use the analytics for what they're worth and not just 
put them in a vacuum and just follow them blindly, then you can have success. And I think I'm not saying success in the championship. I'm saying success in better than what we've seen out of Philly recently. That's why I hate Candace sometimes because he says some things that just make you be like, God damn it, he making some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate yeah, it. To me, this is the to me this is this shit is terrible. It is terrible. It's trash. But what Candace said made some sense though, bro. It, it made some sense, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, fudge, you ain't said nothing. Go ahead, jump on in here, big dog. Push like who Daryl Moore? <laughs> <laughs> I know he is cleaning. Hey, really, I just don't really, got really. no love in Philly though. I ain't got no love in Philly, Ben. None of them. Like in Philly, it, it don't it don't make a difference to me because I told I told you here before oh, this even started. Hey, Jr. Wherever Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that shit was coming. I knew that was coming. And he was it, like, none of this shit matter because it I, don't. It's, we ain't talking about Jr. in basketball. And it makes sense if you know Fudge. You probably the only. It's probably the only rare time that you see him with a shirt. So <laughs> I did it. Oh, I did it because I'm like, let me go in three man weed. Let me go. In with thank, me. thank you. you know bro. I mean, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's the only reason I, I put it. This BP joke though, I think you got Dion, Dion on here, yeah, but man. that's the only. That's the league. Yeah, no. man. Um, no, yeah. I and to to piggyback, not to piggyback. I feel like I'm in the damn Zoom Zoom meeting. I gotta relax, yo. I'm off work. <laughs> but what you was, <laughs> what you were saying, Cannon? Like, I agree. Like, if with, with an analytics guy, like something Doc Rivers is not. But I think if, like you said, like did he not talk to him before they pulled up? Like, yo, I'm on my way to Philly. What's up? And like, if anything, like if Maury can can teach it to Rivers in a language that he understands, then obviously the sky's the limit. So. Um, and I think the first lesson would be getting Ben Simmons out of Philly, but that's even him. But listen, <laughs> ana- analytics is not hard. I'm pretty sure Doc Rivers understands analytics, but he's a basketball guy. And this is the thing. I, I do analytics for a living, so I know. Okay. I, I, I know coaches. I've met coaches who want the analytics, and I've also met coaches who are a basketball field guy. They don't care about the analytics, so I know both of them, right? I've dealt with both of them, so it's like, I, I just know how they are. And so Doc Rivers, he, he understands all of it. But it's just like, that's not what he uses to coach. But like, like you said, if he's willing to give a little bit and at least look at some of these analytics, then he'll find that some of these some of these analytics are very, very important. And one, yeah. one, one that I um, tell Hill and AJ about all the time, probably the most important for basketball that they don't talk about is just a efficient possession um and that's just a possession um where they will they will mark that in analytics as you come down the court you get into a set and you get a decent look at the rim within a with a decent amount of time on the shot clock left and even if you don't make it that is going to be marked as a as a high percentage or a high efficiency uh possession so the team who can do more of that Nine out of ten times out of every stat game that I've ever done, the team that has done that the most always wins. And so if you can get coaches to understand that, a, a lot of these other stats don't mean nothing. Yeah, AJ Wow. AJ out here turned up, boy. He's wild. Dang. All right, AJ. Hey, all right, AJ. Hey, it's a handy night. Okay. At, so, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, before we transition, 
they're gonna have to get this change that person there. They're gonna have to get some shooters in regardless. So absolutely, in there more it may help. He he may can find some shooters, but they go if they don't find no shooters, I don't give a damn who who they bring yeah. in. It yeah. ain't gonna work. That's true. It ain't gonna work. Yeah, because you true. got a point guard that don't shoot wearing a shooting sleeve every game. Like that don't make sense. We gotta make sense for that. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That, that, that ain't good. It's Halloween every day for Ben Simmons. Exactly. He in costume, bro. Right. That's a fact. Well, speaking of speaking of some other shit that ain't gonna work, you know, we <laughs> we like to change the narrative, and so we actually gonna deviate from sports. And okay. one of, especially like I, I don't know about y'all, but uh, us here at Three Man We we are definitely hip hop heads. So one of our guys he just dropped a new album, Reason, but he has okay. some just he has some interesting comments to make on the Breakfast Club this morning, and we want to get y'all thoughts on what y'all think. About what he said. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna say this, like, and I'm probably hey, whatever. Here it is. I feel like women should give men that are faithful credit for that. Like, women will act like it's the same thing as a woman being faithful, and it's like it's not the same thing. Like, honestly, it's not. But I just okay. feel like <laughs> what you said is true because, like, I haven't cheated since October 2006. Okay, now he just talks some bullshit. But yeah, um, like, what Charlamagne talking about, man? Yeah. So I want to ask, I want to ask y'all, y'all thoughts. Do, do y'all think that? You know, if you are in a committed relationship and as a man, if you are actually being, you know, truly faithful, should you actually be like, should you be com like commended for that? Should you get, you know, a hand clap? Should you get an applause? What, what do you think? Should that be acknowledged that, hey, like you're actually being faithful in this relationship? <laughs> let me Punch, tell you, go ahead, bro. Let me tell you what a wise. <laughs> let me tell you what a wise philosopher once told me right, before you go, Fletch. Hey. I'm gonna just say this: a man is never gonna get credit for anything he is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Fudge. That boy preaching from the choir, man. Mm -hmm. All right. Was that? Was that's that that's valid, Cannon. So boom, that it's like. <laughs> was that me? <laughs> it's two sides to the same coin like you said like when when i take that knee or take that step i'm gonna do as i should right mm -hmm. but at the same time like women the way they think the way they mind go like you don't answer the phone one time you five minutes late to the crib First thing they thinking is mm -hmm. you fucking with that girl or that, <laughs> you know what I mean, whatever. So I'm, I'm a firm believer of energy is neither lost nor destroyed. It's transferred. Like, mm, ooh, okay. for when I'm being faithful mm -hmm. that you was given when you thought I was cheating. But mm. no, like, I shouldn't receive it. It shouldn't be like just free bands. Like, you being a faithful dude, here goes some love. But it's just the... It's it's the energy portion of it, yeah. but at the same I time, agree we should do that. But we right. have a stereotypical like film over us that like we're cheaters. Like men, black men are cheaters, and it's mm -hmm. a whole hashtag out right now that black yeah. men <laughs> don't yeah. cheat. Yeah. But it's it's there because all men cheat, all races cheat, yeah. whatever the case may be, but it's just the fact oh, that but. people are always pointing a finger at black men for doing something, mm -hmm. and it became a joke that I'm black so men do. But we ran with it because mm. it's like, you know what? Let me prove that I was cheating before you just accused me of cheating and everything else that was going on in the world. So no, we don't 
it's not that we need it or validation should be given. Mm-hmm. It's just everything in a whole circle of why I kind of was like, you know what? You don't got to be like, you a good dude, you cheating, but let I me mean, come here. Let me rub you back for being a good dude. Like, you don't got to say those Thank words. Yeah. But the same energy that you would give yeah, me, that's a fact. I still want it. I want it. I'm good, dude. Give me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and something that you said is, you know, the whole black men don't cheat. People take it as a joke. And that's kind of my issue because what it is, is there, it, it's a narrative out there. And what men are trying to do is change that narrative. Because if you look at our generation, especially just kind of the people that I like that we we may know, especially kind of, you know, Hill, me, Cannon, Futch. Like, if you look at some of the people that we know a lot, like, as we've gotten older, yeah, we, we, we did some shit in our younger days, but now there's a whole bunch of people we know that had committed relationships, married, family men, stuff like that. And so what I think, to me, why it's kind of an issue is because that black man don't cheat still, we post that, but then women will be like, we're joking about it. But no, what it is, is we're actually trying to change a narrative. And actually make and actually make it cool to be in, you know, in a faithful, committed relationship. And so as long as women are still taking us as a joke for saying it, it's almost like, but we're actually trying to do something. And so we're I'm not saying you need to roll out the red carpet and give us a parade, but also, you know, as women talk about, you know, the love languages so much, do they know their love language? Do you know your love language? One of the love languages is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So if I'm out here, if I'm out here being faithful to you, you don't have to tell me you're Preach, brother, you, are, you, are, you are you are such a good dude because you are faithful. But but no, it's just like just like if if, if you have a good meal, you you like oh who cooked this? This is good. Tell me you know tell me when I do stuff is right. When I go out, don't give me a hard time before I go out to try and ruin my night. Just because you know you you don't know what I'm doing, like just let believe in me. Let me go out, have my fun, and let me come home to you, like I do. Mm-hmm. I agree with all yeah. y'all, man. Yeah, fudge. Like I fudge like you. That you AJ fudge? for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fudge. I I definitely agree with that as far as the I energy like thing. My my question to you is like, I mean, when you ask me that question, is like, should we be commended? My question back is like, how? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to pat on the back for, like, for that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, like we were saying, okay. like, that, the Here, energy. My, uh-huh. And that's my, that's my rebuttal to that. Women always say actions speak louder than words. Prove to me that you enjoy me being a faithful man. When well, I like come Fuck home, said. Don't, don't, mm. When I come home and I, and I have a hard day, don't talk, don't start shit with me. You know what? Don't invent me. Think about the hardships that I went through. Think about the, the good things that I do for you and be like, and pick, and pick, and pick it, and pick it. <laughs> women, women have to learn how to pick their battles. So if you if you realize you got a good dude, and you, you know what? I, I go to work every day. I work hard for you. I provide for you. I protect you. But I left the toilet seat up. Don't when I when you come in yeah, the bathroom be like why the fuck you leave the toilet seat up this is not understand that I work hard for you I do the things that I'm supposed shout to shout out and to just, the you women know what, pick your battles that do because it's a lot of women out here that do like you said you said actions speak louder than words there's a lot of women out here who make it a point that when that man come home to not stress them um, to can I just get some not, to not. <laughs> To not stress over, yeah, that was the handy. Yeah, to not stress <laughs> over something small like the toilet seat. Exactly. Uh, but you know what? It's never really about the toilet seat. The toilet seat is an excuse for other issues, man. And 
If yeah. y'all are arguing about the, the toilet seat, yeah, come on now. You know, Hov got a bar for everything. Come, come on now, Hov got a bar for everything. You can't listen. You can't. You can't slip a Hov bar in on me now. But now, what I will say is, if y'all are arguing about a toilet seat, y'all lack communication somewhere, bro. So it's like. Fletch said it perfect. It's energy transferred. So it's like right. if you are taking care of mostly everything and you leave that toilet seat up, it's going to be, I ain't even tripping, babe. Come here. Let me give you some head because you deserve it. <laughs> you okay. feel me? But it's but, but if you ain't but if you ain't really based off what, the cannon off, boy. <laughs> but, but if you ain't really Doing the thing, like Fletch said, because it's energy, it's being transferred. So if you only faking the funk and presenting that you're doing right, but you're not really doing right, then all of those things ain't going to be transferred. And sometimes it just takes time, bro. Just takes time. I got a question. Yep. So when it comes to, like, what the question was, like, men should be validated for for being faithful and this that, and the third i feel like men also think differently like we're not thinking that our girl out doing the next or whatever with that being said i feel like <laughs> the same amount of men cheat mm-hmm. that the same amount of women cheat mm-hmm. absolutely the, the difference with us though we not thinking that like we had the crib watching football drinking a beer drinking henny you know what i mean like we're not putting those thoughts though that energy cannon into the world yeah right but some of us can can actually do that, mm-hmm. but some men are actually getting cheated on OD. But women are just way more smoother. Yeah. We think no, 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 no. Women are better, KJ. No, 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 no. They're better at it. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all why women are not better cheaters, even though they cheat at the same rate. Women are not better cheaters because guess what? If 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 a if a if a woman in a relationship is messing with me, guess what? I'm not about to be like you know what. I want to be her man now. I'm I'm gonna start, you know, calling later at night. I'm gonna start sending text messages when I'm not supposed to. Things along those lines. Most men, when because what it is is when men have sex, we have sex because we just want to have sex because our ego and we just want to do it. When women do it, is they say it's because there's feelings involved. So guess what? Mm-hmm. If if a if a if a woman is doing it, What's she's doing it with a man. And a woman's doing it with a man. Most likely, once, most likely, that man that she's doing with don't have that, those same feelings. But that man that's doing it, he's just doing it on the on the side. And that woman that she's probably gonna do it with is gonna catch feelings. That's I was why gonna I get right back. Involved. I was AJ, gonna get right back. Hey, but real talk over all of this, you could all honestly throw social. I'm gonna drop the spade and just put and let that spade be social media and let that play a part in this whole Big conversation. Joker. I'm taking everybody's book. Everybody's book is mine right now. Hey, big joker, big joker. Yeah, yeah, y'all done. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, and me and Fletcher talk about it this past Sunday, just like the gifts and the curse of social media, whereas, like, you know, in one one instance, you got validation when you see certain things or when you see, like, certain fruits of your labor, you know, you know, being, you know, displayed on a big stage, like Instagram with somebody with a, you know, a couple million followers, whatever the case may be. Like, that's, that's, that's the gift to it. And then a curse could be a situation like this where you just have, you know, someone that's, you know, a bit insecure, probably some, probably not because of you. Let's take not because of you, for example. Past experiences. You know what I'm saying? Just whatever she had went through before 2000 and whatever when she met you. But because of that, like I'm on social media. Oh, you doing? You got to be doing this if I'm seeing it on the gram. You got to be guilty. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, yo, 
nah. It's it's you know you got to keep that same energy um, when I'm doing it when I'm taking care of business versus like whenever you just you know you and you on the gram and you and your feelings. And what I, what I th- what I think is when what women need to realize is just because like just because we are in a relationship now, don't forget who I was and don't take me for granted because you wanted me for a reason. You didn't you didn't want me because I was just some nobody okay. who stood in the corner and nobody knew. You wanted okay. me because of some things that I brought to the table. You wanted me right. because I'm a child. I was putting up want... a double double every night. It's a reason you wanted me and it's a reason why I attracted to you, just like I why I was attracted to you. So for me, for for me, it's like don't forget, like I'm doing I'm doing this for like I, like this is a conscious effort that I'm making. Like because I could have still been doing something, but I'm actually making a comfort, a conscious effort to be committed to, to you. you because I could be doing whatever. So you have to remember that and you have to take that into account. Did you put that one comment up here? Put this how you put the comments up, man. Which one? <laughs> which one? Man, get Ken bro, Ken and put that comment up. Bro. You gotta hit show, but which one are you talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. How you highlight yeah. it like that? Yeah, yeah, that's there, the there you go. It popped when I—I I mean, it popped right up for me. I don't know what you got going on over there, brother. I'm sorry. Can't old go old, <laughs> bro. Old is going old. But I mean, at the end of the day, y'all y'all been saying some great things about this situation. I've been sitting back and I agree with everything everybody said. Appreciation just goes a long way. Like, like you said, we not asking for a countdown. Like, oh, he didn't cheat in this amount of days. Oh, he didn't cheat in twenty days. Or he didn't cheat in sixty days. We're not asking for that. Nobody's right. asking for that. But what I'm saying, we like, hey, look, I see you, bro. That's it. I see you. I see you. I see you. Oh, you out here? Oh, you out here? You doing your thing? You out here? Oh, you out here? You know, something simple, something small. It's some, and, and that goes yeah. a long way. But they really don't understand funny, it. But what all they heard when they heard reason say that they heard, oh, oh, he won't. Oh, he want a million dollars. You want a championship parade? Right. You want to want that? That ain't what I want. That's uh, not no. what I want. I just want some energy. I just want some good. I just want some GVO, man. I just want some yeah, good vibes only, baby. Yeah. You know, I just want your energy. I just That's want it. your energy. That's, That's all it, I'm man. here for, man. That's all I'm yeah. here for. Man. You know. And, yeah, man. And it's solid. That was great energy. That's it. That's it. More of the story. Keep that same energy, baby. Pretty much. Cause think about it. What they want, they want to hear that. They want to hear they appreciate it. They want to yeah. hear they doing, they doing the right thing. They want to hear they look good. They want right. to hear, you know, they want to hear all that all the time. Mm. Oh, <laughs> hey, you good? Hey, oh, you good? Oh, great. Hey, VIP in the building. That's hey, a fact. You know what I'm saying? If she does hey, not enhance your life, then why hey. continue? But see, this is this is a good question see, because. This is this, this, this is this is a good question because guess what? It's a it's a different standard. It's a, like as much as women say they don't like double standards, they try to kill the double standards and stuff like that. This question right here is a double standard because guess what? A woman will expect you to be there to enhance their life and you know push them forward. But if a man is looking, you know, for you know time and you know to get his get get on his feet but say hey look i can make you happy nah what more can you do besides make me happy can you provide can you protect a man a man can't come to you with empty hands and just say i can make you laugh mm-hmm. nah nah you, that's weird. You, 
Let me waste your time real quick. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And, I can make you laugh. Yo, Chris Rock said it best. Men are the only creatures that cannot be loved unconditionally. We have to have conditions. Babies can be loved unconditionally. Yeah. Women can yeah. be loved unconditionally. Pets can be loved unconditionally. We have to have conditions. Yeah. Can, can can you provide this? Can you take care mm-hmm. of this? Can you help me if this goes wrong? I'll love you, we, but exactly. Yeah. And so 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 it, it, it's a little bit different. You can't say if she doesn't enhance your life while I continue. Because Chris Rock was spitting facts, bro. Hey, do men not do we expect too much, but are like as a whole are the bars too high? Because I find myself always like I think men's bars are too low. I think men's bars are too low. Mm. We don't we I think men's bars are too low because of what I just said. As as much as women as much as much as as much as women like to say that they take in a man and make them a reclamation project and they change them and they make them this. How many women have really come into a relationship with out of pot the piss in, but they come with they come with a good dude and they take care of them. They come and say, Oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. And a man does everything that he can to provide that. But he's still like, you know, oh, but you don't do this. Like, I think men need to start holding women to a higher standard, actually. And that's the gift of the curse, like you said, Kyle, about um social media. You can see some of these joints that ain't they ain't shit. <laughs> but you, but so you want so a Birkin? But you so, want a Birkin? So but you want to, you want to be in your bag. So try to hold yourself to a high stand. Like, look, you can't even talk to me, shorty. Like, it right. is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I, you got to be, this, you got to read this requirement. Just talk to me, shorty. We got to start, you know, holding them accountable as well. Like I say, we got to set the bar higher, but it is what it hey, is. Hey, 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 I can bar a little low. Hold on, I, I don't, don't get me. Y'all you know get See, see where the bar, see where our bars at? Yeah, see where our bars at? That's a that's a trap though, King. That's a trap exactly. for sure. Hey, I, 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 I'm I'm that's with fuck. That's not that's not exactly. getting me. And King, you drink you, like but right see, there, man. That might get King, you the interview. King not falling for that yeah. neither. King, listen, man. King loves substance more than anybody else that I know. So it's like I don't even know why he said that. <laughs> That's why he <laughs> rolling. Hey, this man have a safe space, man. This is this is this is a safe space, though. My fault. What y'all got? What y'all got coming up next, y'all? Um. So we just finished up. So we just finished up the uh, the segment. We had a black business near you, where pretty much we tapped into a bunch of different black brands across the country. Mm-hmm. A lot of it being, you know, just friends that like we just connected with because, like we were saying, like we, you know, a lot of the stuff that a lot of the things that we utilize, you know, it's off word of mouth. Like I might have a guy that you know does graphic design, or I got a homie that does this, and so we were just trying to put that platform out there. Like yo, like be. You don't need to go to that top brand. Like we got mm-hmm. folks like on the ground, like you know, ready and able. So we just finished that up. Um, but you know, going into November, man, we just gonna keep that same energy going, getting different people. We definitely want to keep the sports vibe going. Um, this weekend, actually, we got a um, you know, actually a Chicago Bulls veteran pulling up to the show. Um, yeah, he played for that. the Bulls. Yeah, man, he played for the Bulls, the Jazz, um, the Timberwolves, and I want to say, I want to say Portland as well. Um, but so I'm look. We, we're looking forward to having him on, man. And honestly, if you saw the first episode of the Last Dance, then you know why I'm looking forward to having mm-hmm. him on. We're going to ask some tough questions. Yeah, we're going to ask some tough questions at OTS, man. But um, 
But yeah, no, we 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 looking at you know we just trying to you know just set the table for anything sports, anything sports culture, and um because I mean he's honestly like although he's an NBA vet, he's doing you know he's an entrepreneur as well. So like he he has his own he has his hand in a couple of things out in Vegas. So you know we are gonna get to know him on that end, and honestly just get to know like the NBA as well like during that time and and if whether or not LeBron can survive or not. Like as you know now we got somebody that can tell us you know. But either I way, they, I, I don't think they're gonna be honest regardless because. <laughs> They they be biased about their error, but that's neither. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 right about that. LeBron got to ask him. Kobe error. LeBron played against Kobe. What you talking about? Yeah, yeah, not Kobe. Yeah, the nah, Jordan nah, yeah. error. Jordan error. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is big. He's big. I'm on your bro. team. I was because I'm bro, on your I, team. Bro, because because guess what? At the end of the day, like everyone is going like, if, if it's what you have to be a part of, you are going you to just adapt. adjust. Yeah. Adapt. You have to adapt. You have to adapt. You play and, whatever well, era they give you. And, and you can't you can't you can't say LeBron can't adapt because LeBron came into the league and he couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. It's hard to adapt from well, a cold line from hell. You said what? Yeah, but, yeah. but they, 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 they wasn't all they wasn't always doing that, bro. They wasn't. They wasn't. I mean, you they said, like you said, the clothesline from hell. But look, if if those sorry players like Kirk Rambis can survive it, then you telling me Braun couldn't survive it? Hey. All I'm saying is, we saw a lot of crying from Braun in the finals. Like every single time he got touched on the way to the basket, he yelling at the ref. But bro, that's, that's, all all from that's politics, bro. That's don't also be, don't, be, don't was, be fooled. He was Jordan, Jordan was the number play. one crier, bro. And a, I'm, a, changed, I'm a Jordan fan, super, bro. They changed superstar rules because he's of Jordan. He's the number one crier, bro. They changed those and rules every, because of Jordan. Know, but it's not cry, just bro. Bron. It's not, listen, I, I I don't think anybody on this show is more of a Jordan fan than me. I'm just willing right. to go. I'm willing okay. to. I'm willing to go out there and say it. Had it. I'm willing to go out there and say it. Fuck you got it. So I, I and literally I've seen I've seen the games. A lot of people only seen the highlights. Like I lived those games. Like I could tell you where I was yeah, at yeah. when they happened. So it's like playoffs since '88, right, Kenny? Thank you. You've been <laughs> yeah. listening, bro. You've been listening. Uh, repeat. That. That's what he I'm talking about. All the playoffs since '88. Every single one, bro. I haven't I missed, bro. One. <laughs> you know, Every playoff game. All right, word. I was word. tuned in that cast. I was tuned in. Hey, so look, hey yo, hey. I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Off the strip. It's Kyle yeah, and Fudge. OTS. OTS. OTS in the building. Y'all got it. We go, you know, we might do this again because that got a little intense. So we, we got, got to, to do this. We hey, got no, no. We're going to pull up on them. We're going to pull up on y'all. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all pull up on the strip and we'll do it like that. I'm trying to do a live show in Vegas. What's up? Hey, Fudge, line it up, bro. Line it up. Line it up, bro. But listen, listen, listen. I'm trying to do a live show in Vegas, Fudge. We got our 100th episode, Fudge. Line it up. Line I got a hundred episode coming up, man. Hey, I listen. Somebody owe me a flight. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> remember, la- hey, remember last year? Like this should be the year I'm supposed to be taking all the vacations anyway. So hey, we right, line right. them up, bro. Right. Hey, we gonna win. We gonna win. All right, bet. So we want we want to thank the guys for from Off the Strip Podcast, man. Like 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 you hear it now. It was it was fun time. So we definitely gonna do this again, and we sure, will holler at y'all later. All right, bro. Take it easy, man. Y'all right. be easy. That was fun. 
All right. So who we got next? Who we got next, Hill? Because I, I feel like we got another guest coming. Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of crying in fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. my fantasy teams, they, they ain't where it's at. And <laughs> none of my leagues. I'm in three, I'm in three, four, three, four leagues. I only see, I don't even know how many leagues I'm in now. That's how bad I'm doing in fantasy. And I've been doing a lot of crying. Y'all know the text messages. Like, come on, bro. Like, get it together. Scrap been telling us it's no crying in fantasy. You know, show. We got the show on the, on the channel. Mm-hmm. There's no crying in fantasy. So we want to welcome my guy, Scrap, into the building. Guys, my guys, what's going on? Scott, what's going on? What's going on, man? DJ What's up, y'all? You all right? You know, we talked about your sixes. I know you got frustrated. You know I wanted to jump in. I had good points, though, right, Scrap? You had great points. Thank you. Thank you, man. You So so you like the higher? I like Maury. I like the balance that it gives. Okay. Him and Doc. I, I don't I'm think they need to, I don't think they need to get rid of Ben though. You don't, you don't get rid of all NBA players like that. Nah, I don't think get rid of him. Just redefine his role. Make, nah, I, I, make I, I think they got to get rid of one of them. And be, you think and be so? Yeah. We we did say that, so I agree with that. But I I feel like I would keep Embiid if I had to get rid of one of them. Man. Nah, I'm keeping both. Yeah, I would keep both to him. But I you feel like like Scrap said, there's no there's no clear leader. Remember we talked about that? So I feel like because of that, you gotta get rid of one. I would keep both though, because I feel like I'm a master of personalities. I I would get them to buy into whatever I wanted, whoever I wanted to be the leader. Also, if y'all don't know, well, it should be a given. You know, he's a Philadelphia 76ers fan, but he's also is an Eagles fan. I want to save this this comment that we got earlier. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, How do you feel about that scrap? The Nucci caught uh, the Eagles defense. Uh, I, I, he'll find out on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he'll find out on Sunday. But I, I, is is that confidence or is that some uh, a bit of hedging because you're unsure? Because um, is that the Eagles mm-hmm. defense really like that? Well, I, I, I like the defense. The ain't the problem. I'll tell you that much. Nah, it's not. I like the front seven. We have problems in the secondary, but I think when you got a rookie quarterback coming in, I think that kind of solves your secondary woes. Um, not really. I think it's your front four, bro. Nah, front four. nah. The the, and it, the thing I don't like though is that they're getting Zach Martin back. So, like, that's the one thing that I don't like is that Cowboys. But I, I, I'll take I'll take the Eagles defense in fantasy all day. Uh, if you got an eagle, if you got any eagle, ball eagle, play him. Play. I'm telling you, if you want to get your fix on, just play anybody. Say, don't play a cowboy. Please don't do nothing. Just, yeah. Yeah. Don't they, they are not like, playing like, defense at all. Like 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 Hill said, it's twenty. It's twenty one off the plane. It's twenty one. Yeah. It's twenty one off rip. Off so, you if you can find the Eagles defense, you can find the Eagles player. But but hey, don't get so you fantasy advice from me. So so scrap. Let me ask you this: I, I took Ezekiel with my second overall pick. Should I play him this weekend? Hell, I'm playing him. I wouldn't, bro. Zeke's starting to scare <laughs> me. It's who, the... who, but who are your other options? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> right. 
So and, and that's my and that's my thing because so like I have Leonard like I have Leonard for for net, Cam Akers, Zach Moss, Frank Gore, and Malcolm Brown because Austin Eckler is on goddamn IR. So pretty much that is really what what I have what I have to work with and personally. You, to me, personally, with the volume that Zeke is going to get, regardless of the team around him, mm-hmm. you kind of got to start him because he's going he's gonna to get the carries and he's going to get the touches. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but yeah, I like, so I, I think. I, I like Zach Moss this week, though, too. Yeah. I, but see, I don't know because it's so, it's, so, it's so hit or miss because you're going against that, that Patriots defense and it's almost like. When Bill, when Bill Belichick looked like his back is against the wall, next thing you know, he has a Bill Belichick, you know, mastermind performance. I feel like that's going to happen this week. But, where he shuts everything you like down. But but this is my analysis, all right? You got Stephon Gilmore out. Mm-hmm. You got Julian Edelman out. Mm-hmm. They have nobody on the Patriots right now. They're looking to trade players. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me who I think is going to be up in that game, I think Buffalo's going to be up. I think Buffalo's going to win the game. So I think in the third, fourth quarter, you're going to see a heavy run game from the Bills. So, Zach Moss, I like that analysis. Zach Moss, I kind of like this week. But why is Zach Moss and not Devin Singletary? Because Devin Singletary hasn't produced. I think Devin Singletary, he's producing, what, less than four yards of carry right now? I think when you look at pounding the rock, they're going to give it to Zach Moss. Okay. Look at Scott coming in with the facts. So with the heavy run game, let me ask you this: because right now at quarterback, I got Josh Allen against New England defense, or I got Joe Burrow going against the Listen, Tennessee defense. This is not AJ's personal get AJ's <laughs> fantasy back on track segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ask me who I got. Yo, listen, man. I'm thinking Josh Allen, but I like Joe Burrow this week. Yo, listen. Let's start with Philly, man. What players on Philly would you start and sit out of the starters that are supposed to be out there for the fans out there who are playing fantasy? All right, so I like Boston Scott mm-hmm. this week because I think Sanders is going to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm taking any receiver, it's going to be Travis Fogan. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. Other than that, I'm, I mean, if you're desperate for a tight end, I'm going Richard Rodgers mm-hmm. um, just because Philly does use the tight end a lot in the passing they game. They do. So, they do. Yeah, I, I think he had what, five catches for like 60-something yards last week. All right, yeah. and, and next question, since AJ was trying to monopolize. What what would you do with Zach Ertz if you had him? And also after that, what would you do with Michael Thomas? I'm mm. trading I'm trading Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for a trade partner for Zach Ertz. I did, Dallas, I did that. Boom, check, got that done. Dallas Goddard's coming back, and I think Dallas Goddard is going to be the next tight end for, for the Eagles. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to look to utilize him a lot more than Ertz when Ertz comes back. Um, Michael Thomas, I'm I'm just sitting on him. I'm holding him right now. I've been holding him all season, and he's hurting me in three. You're in three man weave, you, and I play you this week. I play you this <laughs> yeah. week, bro. And he's just like, I get the new. I'm like, finally, he's gonna play, and then he's out again. He's a piece. I'm ready to. He's on the block, so if you want him, scrap. You can have. Him. All right, take, I'll take you up on that offer. But I really don't know what's going on with him. It's like mysterious, like yeah, AJ, hamstring injury. Like I don't know what's going on. Him and Sean Payton beefing, bro. Yeah, that's why. That's I what it is. I, they I, don't, I, I don't take no salad, so you know. No I need him, bro. I, I drafted him high. I need him, bro. And he's been out. He played the first game, and that was it. And he didn't even do well the first game. Mm-hmm. So Payton likes the uh, the young guy Callaway. He's not playing this week, but. 
I mean, they gave him what ten targets last week. Yeah, they have a choice. Yeah, yeah. but they still don't have a choice because but still... uh, is um is Emmanuel Sanders playing? Nah, Emmanuel Sanders ain't playing. So Traquan Smith is a desperate flex this week. Desperate. I remember I had I had, him, I had <laughs> Traquan Smith and Emmanuel Sanders, and I went with Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith had like twenty on my bench. Yeah, they playing Chicago this week though, so the matchup ain't great, but. I like I like Traquan if you're looking for somebody. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. With all the injuries that are going on, who would you go, you know, to pick up the slack if you have Odell in your lineup? Mm, that's a good question. Bro, just this is me. So is it you looking for somebody right now on the waiver wire or like Yeah, you gotta you gotta look for somebody on the waiver wire. All right. Marcus Johnson. For the Indianapolis Colts, and he's not—he hasn't been getting a lot of uh, like news in the media. Um, but they were on bye last week. Week six, he went for I think five catches, 108 yards. Mm. So I don't know how you can't put somebody like that that has Rivers' trust. Mm-hmm. You know, T.Y. Hilton hasn't been producing. Zach Pascal, Zach Pascal. This guy is a deep threat. I think he could—they could take shots down the field at any point that they want. Um, the matchup isn't that great this week, but I think if you're looking for somebody in the waiver wire, it's either Marcus Johnson or T. Higgins. And I think T. Higgins has a T. chance. T. Higgins gone, man. I'm about, I'm about to say, say I, I, don't, I don't think That's T. Higgins is on, any, on anybody's waiver yeah. wire. Any competitive league. Yeah, in any competitive league. What I will say is if you had Odell, if you're looking for someone, you need to be hopping on Rashard Higgins ASAP. Because of what he did against the Bengals, and it looked like he's going to be the, the next man up in that Browns offense. And so I think that is the person. You know, if you can't find anyone of note, <laughs> I think you you should probably try try and hop on Rashad Higgins. Yeah, yeah, Rashad Higgins was. Out. I said T Higgins, but I meant Rashad Higgins. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, T, Higg- T Higgins is gone, 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 gone. People's Jones is a sleeper, sleeper though. And people not really on People's Jones, but People's Jones could be somebody that could pick up some of that slack in that Cleveland offense, too. I'm right. so goddamn mad about that because his first three receptions in his career, That's literally, right. it was a bomb for a first down, then another catch, and then the game winner where he looked like fucking – never mind, this, this isn't AJ. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that, AJ. It's okay. It's okay, brother. Not, not today. Go be okay. All right, so your 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 stardom and sit them for this week. I know it's early. We don't have all the reports, but you're the Cannon. fantasy guy. Who you got? Can you killing me, man? Because I don't want to give the obvious starts. Um, all, right, all right. Well, we could guess you could text us and we could we could put it we can put it on. Now, now somebody somebody I like this week is uh, Jamal Williams, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Aaron Jones is out, so mm-hmm. Jamal Williams is out there. Go grab him. I think Jamal Williams is an automatic RB2 mm-hmm. at the least. Um, I think when you look at the game, like the Miami game against the Rams, Miles Gaskin as mm-hmm. well, if you're playing a PPR league, I think they're going to be trailing. They're going to be dumping off, mm-hmm. especially with a rookie quarter, quarter, uh, quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for wide receivers, I already told you, um, I'm high on Marcus Johnson, but – I know a lot of people aren't. Um, if you're looking for just a regular flex play, I'm gonna tell you who I'm sitting. CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. CD Lamb. Yeah. Um, 
Scotty Miller is somebody I'm looking at for Tampa Bay with Chris Godwin out. Um, I'm looking to put Scotty Miller in. I think he just came off a big week. I think we have another big week this week. Um, and then also Stefan Diggs. I know he's an automatic start, but Stefan Diggs going up against uh, New England without Stefan Gilmore, I think he's going to have a big week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, tight ends. Uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Har- Harrison uh, Bryant for Cleveland. Yeah, I like somebody, him. Somebody I'm looking at, Harrison Bryant. And then, like I said, Richard Rodgers. That's somebody yeah. I'm looking at, too. Um, as far as sits, I don't like Noah Fant this week. I'm a big Noah Fant fan. I don't think that they've been using him right in the Denver offense. Right, right. He's going up against the Chargers. I don't like Noah Fant. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I personally, I think this is going to be with well, some of the matchups that you have. Um I think that we have a, a, a couple games on the docket where you're going to get some big, big production because, like you said, Scotty Washington, they're going against the Giants. So you are going to have a, a lot of guys that are on the waiver wire that could have some really, really big games. So I think this is the week that is struggling with injuries. If you play it smart, your team will end up on fantasy thoughts because it's some games that, you know, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be some shootouts this week. And like you said, you know, if you got somebody going against the Cowboys, start them. Mm-hmm. That ten, that ten, that Tennessee Bengals game. It, look, hey, John. If you have John Smith, you are in a good place because guess what? Every single tight end that goes against the Bengals eats. Why yeah. is it? It's a reason why you high on Harrison Bryant. It's because <laughs> what he did last week. So so yeah, hey man. Do you, tr- do you trust go ahead, go ahead. any? Do you trust any? 49ers running back this week? That's tough, man. Like, I, w- I want to say Jerry McKinnon, but, like, they resting Jerry McKinnon. I, don't, I really don't know what they're doing. Um, and they're saying Tevin Coleman could come back. Mm-hmm. If Tevin Coleman comes back, Tevin Coleman automatically goes into my sky. But then what about Hasty? The Hasty showed up last week. <laughs> yeah, but Hasty showed up after, uh, what's my man's name, that, that went out. Um, uh, Lewis or something like that. Wilson, Wilson, right? Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. after Wilson yeah, went out. Wilson had but, three TDs and then, then Hasty came in. So I think right. they're looking to like kind of put Hasty in as a change of pace back in the game. Mm-hmm. No, here's my thing. Well, here's my thing though. When you have a when you have a Shannon Shanahan tree offense, whoever's that running back man play him. Yeah, and, I, they going and that's the reason because. Because with the, with the injuries that I with the injuries that I had, I went and picked up Jamichael Hasty. It's the zone blocking what? scheme. It, yeah. Exactly, I needed it. So, so when I, I was I'm dealing with some running back injuries, so I picked up Jamichael Hasty and DJ, and DJ and what, Dallas. This Those is, was the two. This I'm is like. outside of fantasy, right? Answer me this: If the zone blocking scheme does so well, and you don't need premier elite linemen to do it, why don't more teams do zone blocking? I asked you that. I think I asked you that before. You did. And what I what I say. I don't think I asked you that specifically. Here's here is my rebuttal. If Hennessy privilege is so smooth, it costs why why do why do people still drink regular Hennessy? It costs more. Privilege costs more. Because it, it, it's, it's 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 a class difference. Not everybody can get there. So yeah, it's a, it's some people that can afford Hennessy privilege. 
People can't afford Hennessy. People can run the zone blocking scheme. There's some people that don't know how to scheme up no, a zone true. blocking scheme. Yeah. So that, that's my point. So just so think things look good in theory mm-hmm. until you got to apply. Mm-hmm. Ken, Ken, I got an answer for you. Everybody ain't Kyle Shanahan. That's true. And everybody can't teach that zone blocking scheme. Because he been learning it since, he learned it since a little boy. He right. grew up in it. And you see how it worked in Washington. Yeah, it's always worked in Washington when when we had Mike. When Kyle, it always worked for us. Even when we were trash, we could at least run the ball. And and so to to also rebut that, the reason why you say say that, but think about how many uh, coordinators under Belichick got hired because they was going to bring the Belichick system to the team. It didn't work because guess what? You not Belichick. How many people thought that they could bring that you know that you know uh, Andy Reid offense? Mm-hmm. I mean, Doug Peterson got him a ring, but hey, Matt Nagy hit Nick Foles like, man, this shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> Y'all was sold on a couple weeks ago. Who? <laughs> I was never. Yeah, I was not sold. I think you gonna do that. I was, I was not sold. Not I just sold on that. I just explain why. Nah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a joke, bro. <laughs> so, Scott, how many um, points the uh, Eagles gonna win by this week? I'm, I'm taking fourteen. Okay. 14. That's it. I'm taking 20, I'm taking 21, and I'm taking that because because teams get 21 off the plane on the Cowboys. Yes, but, but you're not facing a team like the Eagles that's banged up, bro. The Washington, Washington football, football team, team did it with ease, relative ease. But, but their defense is bro, solidified. The offense the scored, bro. With people who haven't scored all year. Nah, I, I'm looking at our team and the injuries on offensive line. Bro, I'm Logan Thomas looked like a back. certified gronk out there. All right, hold on. All right, hold on. So what about when the Giants did it? Giants ain't scored more than nine all year. <laughs> 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 they, got 20, they got 27 for the offense. It, it might just be dollars, bro. It might just be dollars. It's, that's 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 what we're saying, bro. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> you get twenty-one off the plane, bro. They give it to you. And I, last week, I told him, I said, "Up, oh, watch it like complimentary the, breakfast." We're gonna be the first team that don't have it, and and it was it was three to twenty-four. I think they gave it Yo, to us off the plane. Yo, I gotta ask point. him. I gotta ask him. What's your take on McCarthy, man? <sighs> um. He needs. He definitely needs more time. He needs more time. He got to. He got to clean some of this residue off. Yeah. Uh, off, off everybody. That's a fact. He specifically needs more time. Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan don't need no more damn time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't need no more damn time. But McCarthy. McCarthy. He. I mean, really. What has he done bad? To be quite honest, like it's the team. Like it wasn't the t- his fault. The team was. Turning the ball over wasn't his fault. The team was, um, you know, coming out stale, um, turning the ball over. It's like these turnovers that we was having is really not his fault. So, like, can we really blame McCarthy for this? It's like he's trying to fix a culture, and it's like it's really it's gonna take some time. Unfortunately, you don't get time. You don't get the necessary time when you when you have the Cowboys. Jerry ready to get him out of there. He has not been wrong, though. That is facts, Candy. Like, 
I thought it was wrong last week, but it, I had to tell him. I said, I apologize, bro. You gave I, had to, I had to stop texting him. <laughs> I told him, bro. I told him everything that was going to happen. Like, no, this ain't going to happen. I'm like, bro, you know what? Just stop texting me. You're getting me mad because I'm trying not to be upset, but you're you purposely getting me upset. And, and after that game, my analysis is, y'all are bad, bro. It's bad. <laughs> And that's why I say scrap because the Washington football team is not good, bro. We should not have beat Philly. Yes, we got Philly because injuries. But a lot of other teams are struggling to do that. That was the first game of the season. So it's like other teams are going to struggle to do that. Um, there's no way. There's no way that Dallas, with the amount of offensive weapons that they had, Zeke should have had 250 yards, bro. I, we have we have edge rushers. We're not the best run stop defense. Yeah, no, no screen passes, no nothing. They just didn't they didn't utilize Zeke well. When you I'm, down, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at this, Kenny. It's Philly, and watch the rookie quarterback go off on us. Watch I it. I doubt it. Watch I doubt it. That. <laughs> What's his dude's name? What's his dude's name? Ben Bucci. Bucci. <laughs> <laughs> Willie beam him like King said. <laughs> ben the new, I'm saying, see, Scrap, you falling for it. You falling for the try. I know you don't have nothing to be confident on on your team because y'all haven't looked that good. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. And you fall, but you're falling for this right now, bro. We have nothing. We have nothing. We 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 have given up. Like we literally have given up. The only hope is we playing at home. That's it. There ain't even really no home for the advantage. Y'all gotta win, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Eagles all the way on this scrap. I already picked the Eagles. And I don't even, that's, that's one thing. That's why I've been losing pickups every week. Because I've been like, oh, I can't pick against my team. And I've been losing every day of week. I ain't picking my boys no no more times. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm picking the Eagles. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as y'all saying it is. Shit. On we'll that see. note. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, hey, Scrap, man, we appreciate you coming in, giving Thanks us that boy. fantasy knowledge, man. Yes, uh, let the people know where they can find you. Yo, at DJ Economics on Instagram. Uh, you can find us on the Best of the Best Fantasy Channel 2 and 3 Man We Appreciate y'all. Hey, no doubt, man. Definitely we'll have you on again. We appreciate you for joining us, man. Thank you, brother. And with that being said, man, we want to thank everybody for joining the 3 Man Weave live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure if you are listening on YouTube, you subscribe down there in the bottom right-hand corner so they can notify you every time we go live. If you missed any segment of this live, guess what? We will have each segment uh, loaded up onto YouTube so you can catch the segments you missed. I'm most certainly sure that D. Hill didn't do no timestamps, so we will get the timestamps as soon as we can. Uh, everybody in the Facebook group, we thank you for joining. Posts will be coming soon. You know we are super active in the face group, Facebook group. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram at 3ManWeave underscore, Twitter 3ManWeave underscore, and once again, Facebook 3ManWeave group. If you are someone that is listening later on and you catch us live on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, any, any podcast platform, uh-huh. make sure that you subscribe, you rate us five stars. It's free. And you tell a friend. And you tell a friend. Make sure that if this is if this is a podcast that you love, tell a friend. See if they love it too. Tell them to join us live because we have fun. It's if you free. don't like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, 
just keep watching and, <laughs> give, and, and give us the views because we'll, we'll take that too. It's free. So once again, I'm AJL Presidente. Who else is here? Can I already know it's your boy Hill. Hill gonna hear regardless. And Tay Rock two one tomorrow against Murder Mook. I'm calling yes, it now. Murder Mook. I got, I'm going. I got a three. I'm going Murder Mook for uh, nostalgic purposes. I and I got a, I, I got Tay Rock three zero and. Ooh. This is the, the three man week, and we out, we baby. Out. <laughs>